you already knew who it is. We're your two spooky hosts. I'm John, a.k.a. White Chocolate Baby. And I'm Sean, a.k.a. Sean Ulyss K. And you're listening to Porchlight Talks. K. Yeah, so you told me about that nickname generator that you did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I think I found a different one. Okay. That was just one of the names. That's I awesome. thought it was sounded funny, so I wrote it down. You got a few. You've had you you've been on a nice streak lately. So I, the, is yeah. the website helping out, or, or are you just grabbing a few names and then making some up on your head, like off the fly? Uh, both. Uh, there was just one night where I just thought of a bunch and was also looking them up at the same okay. time. That's so cool. I just wrote them all down in my phone. Yeah. Well, the mis- the Mister Buttersworth is a is a top notch one for me. <laughs> that one that one went over very well. It it still makes me giggle to this day. Well, everybody calls me that because that's my nickname. So can I can I just complain for two minutes, sure. soapbox, about uh, an outdoor concert that was rattling my house? <laughs> sure, go ahead. Um, so yesterday, or actually Friday evening, I get a, a text from my wife uh, after doing the recording for the YouTube, and then she's like, hey, "What what are you doing outside?" Like, um, <laughs> not i'm not home yet so it's not what do you mean she goes the whole house is shaking from music oh wow no that's not me usually i'm the one who will pull up with the bass and all that rumbling so anyways we're i get home and it sounds well i I get home go to sleep it goes away trish says it stops around nine on friday and then 9 p.m yeah 9 p.m friday saturday i wake up and it's quiet everything's fine Around ten o'clock, <laughs> just just loud, loud music, and then there's lyrics and worship singing. And I go to find out that it's a brand new mega church that has just opened a half a mile away from my home. Half a mile, and it's shaking the walls. It woke Carson up. Are they like in an amphitheater outside, or are they just out on the lawn? It was a legit. No, it was in their parking lot, and it was a legit like concert stage, lights, backdrop. They had all these like uh, metal guards up everywhere, fencing essentially yeah. to block it off. Parking, no cops there to like help with traffic. We did end up calling the non-emergency line, and we were told that they legally could not do anything, and the music could continue playing until ten or eleven. So they were going like 10 to 10? When did they stop playing on Saturday? Nine-ish. So they're playing for what, 11 hours? Was, yeah, because they did <laughs> practice. They had to do a practice run. Then they had like a little worship service in the uh, like lunchtime. And then rehearsal, practice service, and then a whole evening. It was their kickoff weekend. So we're not supposed to hear anything else from them. But... They're gonna be in trouble. <laughs> My wife is gonna be 
go nuts on the, those folks. Yeah, I mean, if it's shaking the house, that's oh, it was bad, man. Crazy. It sounded like the walls had a pulse, just that loud, and clearly could hear. Like I got a sermon all day Saturday. Be honest. Yes, I did were, were catch you, the Holy Spirit. <laughs> were you jealous of their base? I was a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, how come I can't shake? Hold the house? up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> They're shaking the house from how far? <laughs> I have to be in the driveway to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little mad, so I drove through uh, their parking lot and was put my music on. You drove through my... their parking lot? Yeah, yeah. As they were doing their service. Was I there a lot the of people there? Oh, there were a ton. It was over a hundred people. Okay. <clears throat> yep. Jeez. They didn't like get mad that you pulled in. Uh, they didn't say anything. I mean, I just I acted like I was just driving through. And okay, yeah, had my music up and and going. It was called Elevate. Was the name of either the sermon or the program that was happening? Mm-hmm. But and they didn't play today on Sunday. I didn't hear anything today. Thank God. No. Thank the good Lord. I did pray, and He answered my prayer. To shut church down on Sunday, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> give my kid, a, a, my my one year old, some some sleep time. Right. Anyways, that's my little that's my little uh, soapbox. Okay. Uh, cool. A little complaint. Yeah i uh, I watched football. Well, I watched the Steelers for the first time this year. Like it's I sat down and watched the to, sixth to hear game you of the say year. This. I know. I've watched a little bit of Red Zone with my brother-in-law. Okay. Um, but outside of that, I haven't really watched anything. Okay. Um, it was kind of fun. Yeah. Were you worked up and anxious like you used to get when no. we watched? Okay. I just was kind of watching it. It came down to the wire. I was That's a little fun. nervous, but I'm like, well, we'll yeah, see what happens. Tennessee today. It was the, yeah, was it the battle of the undefeated. Yeah, yeah. Good game. I didn't get to watch a, a lot of it. I saw a few things, but nothing nothing stood out to me, and I didn't get to watch the end where uh, Yeah, Tennessee the missed That's a game-tying cool. field goal. Really? So, wow. Yeah, and then that was that. How good is Derrick Henry? Uh, they actually played well on it, but sometimes he gets a, a big dude, man. full head of steam. Yeah, for sure. There was a linebacker for the Steelers who popped him on the one-yard line. Oh, really? And like, I was like, holy shit. It actually made me react. And the Oof. linebacker who made the play yeah. came out of the game because I think he might have separated his shoulder. Hell yeah. Because <laughs> he hit Derrick Henry. Hell yeah. That dude's 6'3", 250 pounds. Yeah, he's huge. He's as big. When he gets up. Usually, they were like pulling the the linemen are pulling these like small little running backs up off the ground after a play. They pull up Derrick Henry, and his helmet goes above above there. Sometimes he's taller than half of the people that are blocking for him. Yeah, he's huge. But anywho, yeah. So you watch some foosball. But speaking of watching things, nice little update we just had little conversation. But uh, speaking of watching things, uh, you want to jump into two movies? Yeah, let's do it. Um, first, we got Hocus Pocus. Okay. So. From 1993, if I'm not mistaken. 93 classic, yeah. Did you see this as a kid? Because I did. I do remember seeing it as a kid. Uh, I'm trying to think. I was also drinking Were you allowed? Water. Sorry. I did see this as a kid, and it was allowed. 
Okay. I don't think I really liked it or cared for it because I thought it was cheesy. That's what I want to say I felt like. Because I watched it again for the first time last year. Okay. And I didn't remember anything except for that zombie with his lips stitched shut. Yeah. That uh, comes out in whatever, out of the grave. Yeah. I think that scared me as a kid. Okay. Because that image of his lips being sewn shut is like in my brain. Yeah. That was the only thing I remembered. And then randomly I remembered that that witch flew on a vacuum cleaner. Like as soon as I saw it, it instantly kicked off like, oh, I remember that. I got some cool uh, nuggets for you right now then. Okay. So speaking of that actor, Billy, for the zombie part. Those are real moths that came out of his mouth. They had to put what? a they put a guard and put a small hole in it, so plastic guard behind his or in the back of his mouth so he could breathe and the moths couldn't go down. And what they would do is put that guard in, put live moths in, sew it shut real quick, and he'd jump on set and do a quick scene. Dude. Yeah. That was that those were real moths coming out of his his uh mouth. And they had, yeah, he restricted his breathing to be able to have that done. Man. How cool. That's pretty cool to think about that. It's and such, then. Just for that one scene. He was supposed to say, when his gets his lips cut op- open, he's supposed to say, bitch. What? This story was a, a lot darker when it was originally written. Really? Yeah, it was. It had a lot. Uh, there's actually uncut scenes that were shown in the trailer that were m- removed, but this movie uh, was a, l- a little more rated. I would. I don't know PG-13. if I'd say R, but yeah, PG thirteen. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, uh, one of the witches. Ah, let me let me get her name. Uh, Mary Sanderson, Kathy Ninjimai, or. I don't know. Okay, yeah. Uh she she like gets I think drunk in one of the grocery stores and has like this <laughs> like crazy reckless scene. But really? going back to the zombie, he's supposed to say bitch to uh Winford uh, Oh Winfred the yeah, uh, Winfred Bet Midler. Yes. He's supposed to say bitch sir, but instead I think in the movie he says a uh, winch. I think so, yeah. That sounds right. That's wild. I mean, this movie I was gonna say it's so that's uh, what's her name from Sex in the City. That's uh, also Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, Sarah plays Jessica Sarah Parker. Sanders. Yep. Am I wrong? Did she not want to sleep with every guy that she came in contact with? There was like a little. Yeah. Especially with the bus driver. Oh, definitely the bus driver. Maybe and she even makes the devil. out with a guy at that <laughs> party where the parents are. Yes, she does. She had her cleavage all out. She was definitely the uh, the sex symbol of the movie. I think so, but this is before she was even really known. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I've never really that, watched Sex She was that City. ditzy blonde character. She's played into that typical... Uh, oh, in this movie, yeah. Yeah, she's like... Yeah, it is like, weird because if... I mean, I don't watch Sex in the City, but I've seen like scenes here and there, and yeah. she's like really intelligent in that show. It seems like, and put together, and then seeing her in this, it's she is different. like, yeah, ditzy and weird. She doesn't really have any actual lines that aren't. Is she the silly. one that rods the vacuum? No, it's the other sister. Okay, okay. yeah, 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 Kath or Mary. The, so she, okay. the other sister, was the one who was 
supposed to be drunk in one of the yeah in, in the grocery store. That's hilarious. That's it's cool. And there's a so originally the the movie was written. There was a guy who was telling this as a bedtime story. Is originally what it was. It's okay. like a bedtime story, but then he took it to a, a you know a producer or, or Disney and. They wrote a script for it, and it was a lot, a little more dark, oh, okay. edgier, and then they they dumbed it down to bring it to a, a kid friendly audience. I mean, it's still a little more mature. I yeah, think that's why it, it's yeah. watchable now because yeah. it isn't so catered to kids. Yeah, I I would I mean, it agree. definitely has the Disney silliness in it, but it does for have sure. an adult like kind of theme to it a little bit. They're ki- I mean, they're taking kids. Yeah, that's pretty dark. And and yeah. you know when the uh, the floor shakes underneath yeah. Max when he lights the candle, yes. that's supposed to be the kids underneath the floorboard. Uh, that's freaky, right? <laughs> so they just they just made a dark story, a lighter one with but also all these images and. Is it weird that they keep bringing up that Max is a virgin? There's so much virgin talk in this. I think that's needed for the witches. It's always they have right, a spell. but don't you think it's weird that a Disney movie, oh, pointed towards kids, is like keeps oh. talking about him being a virgin? It's weird. And is yeah. that also implying that Allison isn't one? I don't know. It could be. Holy shit! I didn't even think about that. Because they're not asking if she's a virgin. Yeah, it's always about Max. <laughs> Ooh, so you know virgin. who was originally supposed to play Max? Who? Leonardo DiCaprio. Really? They offered him a dumb amount of money, and he turned it down. For what? Does it say what? Gilbert Grape? Yeah. And he didn't even land that yet. He was just... For the audition? Yeah, he hadn't even landed the audition yet for eating Gilbert Grape. Well, he killed it, so it was a good choice by Leo. It's so cool that he was supposed to do that. He talks about it in a recent uh, article uh, maybe even a podcast where they said he says that they offered him an insane amount of money to do it. Disney did. Man, that's crazy. He turned it down because uh, he was expecting to land what's eating Gilbert Grape, but did not even have the audition yet. Wow, it's dope. Betting on himself. Yeah, and I mean, a, kind of a good thing that he did that because Hocus Pocus was a flop out of the box office. It was because it's so popular now. I feel they like. released it in July. It wasn't even released around Halloween, what? so they they goofed up big time with that. That was one of the reasons why it, it didn't take off is because the time they released. It I was definitely in July. rented it when it came out. It's definitely they said uh, they. I was reading it. It finally took off, I believe, after uh, first few years. It took a, f- a few years for it right. to really like catch a, a following. Now, like on home video and stuff. Yeah, now it's just unbelievable. Well, it's I didn't realize popular. how popular it was till like a couple years ago same, when uh, some of same. my wife's friends were yep. bringing it up. I'm like, that movie? I don't even remember that being that good. Now it's it's a must watch at our house. We we put right. it over. I like all the I time. I actually really don't mind it. It's not hard to watch for me. Yeah, I don't I don't hate it. Um, another interesting fact about Max is that his voice is is dubbed over. The actor is voice is not really voice. yeah so it's dubbed over with was a, he flubbing the lines or something no they wanted it to have a more time period piece uh sound so they wanted to keep uh the voice for 
Max or shit. Uh, are you talking about the one that turns into the cat? Yeah, sorry. That, Is that Billy or no? That's not Billy. That, my bad on that. Thackeray Binks. Yes, that one. Yes, yes that person. He's is who gets turned into a cat. Yes. So you're talking about his voice? Sorry, yeah, his it voice. It did seem like his voice was dubbed. Yes, it is. His voice like, is dubbed over uh, to have someone uh, the a more accurate sounding to from that what time, period. time period. Yeah. Why couldn't they just get the kid to talk like that? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't so a weird. kid. He was a teenager at least. At that point, yeah, because when he trans, you know, changed back in. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we were talking about Max before, the main Sorry, character. Yeah, yeah, and I had messed up on that. And how Leo originally was tabbed, uh, tabbed for uh, that role. Yeah. What did you think of the actual Max character in this movie? Because I, not a fan, not a fan of Max over here. Yeah, he just, I don't know, I get... I get cringy when I watch this movie on Max because it just reminded me of what I was trying to be. At, I get at that, that too. Age. Yeah, like, it's like, oh, this is cool in my head, like Jonathan Taylor Thomas look type situation. Right. <laughs> but Max was just a like selfish, yeah, in a sense. I don't. What do? You, what didn't you like about Max? He's kind of an asshole. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Um, uh, he's mean to his sister. Oh. Who just wants to trick or treat? He's being a little. All dick. she, all she wants to do is just get some some candy. He did get his uh, sneak stolen though. Yeah, that was that sucked. Which, by the way, one of those bullies did that. The guy with the long blonde hair. Okay. Kind of reminded me of James Franco. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I know it's not, but you could have told me it was, and I would have. You would have thought, yeah, okay. What if they? That would be great if they did a remake of that and just had adult James Franco play the a bully kid. That's hilarious. Yeah, they stole his shoes. I mean, I would be a little pissed off kid. Family just moved from. I think they came from California, moved to Salem, Massachusetts. Yeah, that and, would suck. Yeah, it blows a little bit. And then I just don't. Why? Why is Max riding that silly ass route to school? There has to be easier <laughs> That's way what, to That's uh, what Liz asked. Like, She's like, on, why man. is he going through the graveyard? The graveyard. But <laughs> I just chalked it up to he's just doing a cut through. But It's a terrible not. cut through. I agree. It's an awful idea. You're riding on graves, dude. You know something bad's going to happen to you, so why the fuck are you doing that? <laughs> then he gets his Nike trainers stolen. Anyways, I, you know who I hate uh, most in this movie is the overweight other bully. Ice. Ice. I told you, call me ice. ice. He had it like what? Do you, his haircut had ice in the back of okay, it. Okay. Do you briefly remember that being a thing? Yeah. Having like stuff uh, edged into the back of your haircut. I had it. No way. I had my basketball number one time etched <laughs> in the back of my head. <laughs> I had long hair. The Jonathan. I was telling you, it's the Jonathan Taylor Thomas look. I had the yeah. undercut with yep. the long hair, and then underneath the long hair, I had my numbered etched in at one point not gonna lie i probably would have been jealous of you uh, everyone was it was so cool when was, i would see guys like that was that. dope it was i was a cool guy Couldn't so ice probably looked cool to me when a kid my kid self watched this originally yeah you're probably like damn this is kind of cool now as an adult you're like, this guy <laughs> sucks 
Who he's names stealing them, candy? And he names himself Ice. Yeah, what losers steal candy? You're that lazy. You're putting more effort in stealing candy. If you put that same effort into a costume and trick or treating, you'd get more candy, and I guarantee you have a lot more fun. There's some adult advice for you, Ice. Can I tell you this story from uh, my old neighbor named Devin? Yeah. This kid Devin is my friend. No, you can't tell the story. A couple now. years older than me. Okay. Uh, kind of a bad kid. My parents were kind of wishy-washy on him. Yeah. He told me one year, it was uh, I think it was Halloween Day, that he and his friend were going to set up in the field with a BB gun and shoot bags of candy, shoot holes in the bags of candy, and the candy would fall out. What? And then they would go and get the candy. What? I'm like, why don't you just trick or treat? Why would you do that? What the hell? Why? Why? I'm pretty why sure they so didn't weird. do that, obviously. But naive, my naive self at the time probably believed it. I was probably like ten. That is so. That's the dumb. That's the <laughs> dumbest idea. It's, that's just a stupid idea. Nothing about that makes sense to me. If if you're really just gonna be a bad kid. Why are you shooting? The, just go up and steal the fucking candy. At that point, you're risking shooting an eye. Someone in the head, face, skin. Just go up and just steal the candy. Or like you're saying, go get a costume. Go get the damn candy yourself. My parents called him Devin the Devil. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, we'll pray for him. Maybe he's at Summit Church this weekend, <laughs> jamming out with him at the concert. What was your favorite scene in this movie? Oh, what was my favorite scene? Uh, it's stupid. I kind of like when the witches show up at the Halloween party that the parents are at. Okay. And then they get called out by Max, but then they sing the dance. This Put a spell it's not cringy. It's you. actually a good song. It's fun. It's catchy. It's a definitely bit. catchy. Yeah. I'm like, but okay, a little showmanship, oh. sisters. I got it. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Max is trying to get everybody's attention. These fools are witches. And then they turn it into uh, a concert, essentially. <laughs> uh, my favorite scene is prior to them showing up to that concert where they're at the old man's house who they think's Lucifer Satan. Oh, my God. That's it's hilarious. Funny. Okay, awesome. again, is that guy not trying to have sex with uh, yes. Sarah Jessica Parker? Yes. And the wife's like, oh, hell no. Get, get out, out of, of my house. house. Yeah. Like, why is this in a Disney movie? Yeah. So some of that didn't get cut, for sure, well, from I just the like, darker version. I think it's hilarious, though. It's, like, great that they think this guy's actual Satan. They need a book yeah. that Max has stolen so they can finish the potion. And this guy's completely ob- oblivious. He just thinks three ladies. He's like, hell yeah, come like, on this in. This is great. Then he goes in and he got the old ball and chain in the recliner. He's like, what is this shit? They thought she was Medusa. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> of awesome. uh, her curlers in her hair. <laughs> God. That is great. So that was your favorite scene. Who was your yeah. uh, favorite character then? Oh, man. I didn't really have one. <sighs> All right. Well, I'll tell you mine. I yeah, think it was Bette Midler, the main witch. Oh, yeah? She's on another level, I feel like, from anybody else in this movie. She's, like, really good in it. Her acting is phenomenal. 
It's great in in this. And yeah, did she sing? Man, I should have looked. I bet she did. Sing that? I feel like Bette Midler's a pretty good singer. Has to be. I love the costume and costume and makeup in this movie is is great, phenomenal. I loved how they they did her lipstick up to make her lips look really funny, and then her hair. Way that. Yeah, I mean, they looked awesome in it, and uh, I did want to ask. Okay. How old is Max and Allison supposed to be? Are they supposed to be seniors in high school, or are they like sophomores or juniors? Yeah, I was. I was going to put them. I was going to put them at sophomore. Allison looks like she is a senior. Yes, she's definitely, and she is way out of his league. Yeah. Did you like his line though that he said in front of the class? I wrote it down. Oh shit! No, I don't. I don't remember. So you know when uh, it's like Max's first scene. Of yeah. the movie. Yep. And he's like, I don't believe in the Sanderson sisters. Blah. You know, yep. just being lame. Because this teacher's trying to st- tell the spooky story. Right. To the class. So Allison speaks up, says her piece, and then he says, In case Jimi Hendrix shows up, here's my number. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it worked. Yeah, she liked and that. And then he talks to her after the class. Yeah. And he talked to him right out of that hookup because she gave him the number back. <laughs> So he talked himself out of a date. He, he looked he looked good at first, and then it, it went just away. Shut but that's your okay. Mouth. <laughs> he ends up saving saving the kids of Salem. So it's pretty cool. Pretty cool workout for him. You know what my favorite character was the little the little sister. Yeah, I liked her, Danny. Danny. Yeah, all I wanted, I just wanted her to go trick or treating. I do want to ask. There's the scene where Danny and Max uh, go into Allison's house. And okay. Danny starts embarrassing Max in front of uh, Allison. Okay. We both have younger siblings. <laughs> I think my brother's a little too young to have embarrassed me like that, but has Jake ever done that to you? Jake embarrasses me all the time to this day. <laughs> but like in front wild. of girls that you like? Uh, oh, growing up, obviously. Yeah, 100%. He was like, he, he went through that chunky phase. <laughs> and he would walk in the room and not have a shirt on and just be like, Jake, what do you think you're doing? <laughs> like potato chip grease, uh, potato like, hey, chip all over his mouth. And hey, hey what are y'all doing? No. Is that be- him being uh, unaware or is he? He's just young and doesn't care. Like, yes, yeah. that's all it was. He was 12, I think, at the time. So it was 16. Yeah. It's between that 11 to 12 range. Jake was just really f- fucking awkward and then he got tall and skinny and it just was weird he turned normal he still would <laughs> embarrass me by saying some silly ass stuff but it wasn't walking into a room with chip grease all over his mouth true he has grown up yeah he's grown he's grown up from putting brawls on and stuffing it with socks to yep. now being a civilized American well, I did want to say, Danny, do you remember what she says to embarrass Max? I don't. No, I don't remember. She tells <laughs> she told tells Allison he likes your yabos, talking about her breasts. What? Pretty short. So weird. Yabos. What a what a name. Yeah, I've never heard the word yabos, so that right, would, but that's it clearly means breasts. Sure. Sure. And also, you're I know just we you're keep, upset about the fact that this is a, a kids movie. And well, right. I know we keep going back to it, but 
uh, rewind a little bit before that. When Max comes home from school and yeah. Danny is hiding in his closet, Max goes on his bed, hugs his pillow, and keeps calling it Allison. Allison, Allison. What yeah. was about to happen there? If Danny he's going to take out? a nap. Okay. He was going to go do laundry. All right. He's going to go look for a sock. Yeah, I think that last part is right. <laughs> uh, did you have anything else about the movie you uh, enjoyed or no, hated? No, I just, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker being in it is fun to see. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Bette Miller's awesome. Okay. What would you What would you rate it? I'm going to say a six and a half. Okay. Uh, it's watchable for me. It's not like a favorite of mine, but I don't yeah. mind watching it for sure. Yeah, I'm at a I'm at a six, six and a half. I'd probably yeah. say six at first. Um, IMDb has it a six point nine. Rotten Tomatoes has it a thirty eight percent. Really with the with the critics, but it's a seventy one with the audience score. Okay. It's just it's gained it's gained a lot of popularity. Uh, I wonder if years. this. I feel like if this came out today, yeah, it would get good reviews from. Uh, a critic standpoint, especially oh, if it's sure. supposed yeah. to be a kids movie, it's it's better than a kids movie should be. Okay, yeah, I'd agree for for sure. Second movie, huh? What we got for that? What we do in the shadows. This is a cool movie. So you had said that you've watched the FX show, What We Do in the Shadows. I have, yeah, two seasons is I think what it's currently running on. Yeah, I'm in season one still, but I've watched that. But uh, the movie came out uh, before that. Yeah, 2019. The uh, oh no, I'm wrong. I think it's 2014. The movie yeah, the came 14. Out. Yeah, I'm sorry, pulling that up. 2014 is when the movie came out. The that uh, the I guess it's both are mockumentaries. Is that how you say that? Yeah. Mockumentary. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. I I can't think of another mockumentary I've I've watched. So I'm gonna. District Nine starts that way a little bit. Mm, okay, that's just one that comes to the top of my head. I know I've seen yeah. others. Okay. Um, Spinal Tap is older, an older movie that's kind of like that. I haven't seen that. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, I I love the way they did this. They basically uh, do a documentary on vampires. It's like the real world with with vampires. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Good, great movie. So Taiko Watiti directs this movie. He's the one, um, he's the main character. I don't have the, uh... Vlago. Is it, is that who it is? Vlago? Or, v- yeah. Viago? Uh, Viago. V- sorry. Viago is Viago. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I have that written down. Uh, he directed Thor Ragnarok. And he also plays that rock figure in the, that what? movie. Yeah. That's him. He okay. Does, His voice did sound familiar. he directed that too, yeah. So he's he's directed Thor Ragnarok and he he did Jojo he, Rabbit as well. Oh, that one uh, here recently. Yeah, that was few. really good. It was good. I haven't uh, seen it entirely. I put it on okay. and, and kind of watched it, and then I got caught up doing house things. Interesting. Has he been involved in other movies besides? Are those just the bigger? bigger those are the bigger game? ones. Okay. But I did read the other day that he's being courted for the. A new Star Wars movie? Really? I don't know if okay. that means he's going to be directing, like, I don't know, what is it, Star Wars 10 now would be the next one? Okay, yeah. Or if it's one of those side stories. Uh, but I just That's saw that cool. they're uh, they're showing interest with him. 
Okay. Yeah, it looks like he was involved with uh, Avengers Endgame, Green Lantern, Suicide Squad. On Oh, that's coming in 2021. He's going to be a part of that. That's cool. I really like this movie. It's it's a fun, like, horror. Not horror. It's a fun, I don't know. Uh, it's like a comedy horror. Yeah. I just like all the rules that come with vampires and zombies and stuff. Before the <laughs> zombie genre got played out, it was always fun to, like, know all these movies for the somewhat share the same rules as far as... yeah. How those things go, like uh, vampires can't be in the sun. Well, yeah, but they can't. They don't have a reflection and things like that. They just, just, yeah, they don't have. They're drawing <laughs> their <laughs> their outfits so they can see what they look like. Yeah, because they can't go into. Oh man, that's awesome. Uh, that was speaking of that scene. I was gonna say watching the movie again. That was one of my favorite scenes. I don't know if it was the top scene for me. But that was definitely one of my favorite ones was when they started to get ready to go downtown that first time. Oh, it's so funny. It's hilarious. But it leads into my favorite scene and scenes are when they're downtown. Well, go ahead and get into them. I want to know what they are. Oh, okay. So it's when they go downtown for the first time. Okay. And just how they act. In downtown, around people. Hilarious. It's, it's awesome. Just walking down yeah. the street. <laughs> so then, there's that first time they go down, and then they go down a second time with Nick, who's this newly uh, oh my God. bitten vampire. That guy is it, so funny to it, me. All of it. They run into the werewolves uh, as they're walking that, home. Okay, that might be my favorite scene. The first it's encounter with awesome. the werewolves. We're here talking shit to them. Don't get fleas tonight. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, what up? We're not swearwolves. We're werewolves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. We're not swearwolves. That guy was awesome. I'm the alpha male. I'm the alpha male. <laughs> I tell people what to do. Yeah. What is the accent? It's New Zealand, I think. Ah, Because so that's where... All Australian? Uh, type that's yeah well yeah. australian is uh australia is neighboring with uh with new, new zealand, zealand. Yeah, yeah that's right okay yeah it sounded it sounded uh quite familiar that was not uh, a very good australian <laughs> new zealand accent but who was your favorite vampire character in the movie it's not my favorite character in the movie but of okay. the vampires vlad probably <laughs> because Jeremiah every Clement. time he talked and that guy yeah he is uh from flight of the concords which i've seen some of and he's, it's very funny similar so style humor goofy man but everything he said had to sound so profound and it was always so silly which i think there's a reason for that because i was doing some research okay so apparently uh, Jermaine Clement, the guy we were just talking about, and Taika Waititi wrote 150 pages of the script, uh-huh. but didn't show anyone else involved with the movie because they wanted like live reactions, because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it was improv. What? And they wanted the actors to be surprised by the things that were happening. <laughs> oh my God. This is awesome. That's great information to have before watching this movie. Because you can definitely go back and look at some scenes and, and, and you're thinking, how the hell would they write something like this? But now I know that it was there's a skeleton uh, script, essentially, and then 
everyone's improving off of oh, it. Oh, yeah. Around. That's great. So, who was your favorite vampire? <laughs> Vlad. Is also Vlad. Yeah. <laughs> Vlad Pale. Yeah. I mean, Vlad and then uh, Viago. How do you say his name? I think, uh, yeah, Viego. Viego. Viago. Viago, Viego. I liked him just because the first time you see him try to eat someone, he, he's like talking to the girl. Oh, he puts the newspaper. And he starts down. newspaper. That was I wrote that down too. <laughs> and he always he bites, makes a mess. <laughs> he eats some terrible mess. He he bites the wrong vein, and it just squirts everywhere. So he he puts a handkerchief in his shirt, and it's a lace handkerchief. It's just so silly. Well, the thing that gets me, and it's a little dark, but did you notice that he's talking to that girl before he bites her in the neck? And she's telling him about all these plans she has. <laughs> and you see him just get really sad. Yeah. He feels really bad. <laughs> he, he still tucks the handkerchief in his neck oh, anyway. She's just like, ah, I got to do this. And then he's like, ah. He's I, would hate, I would hate to be the, the servant person just working my ass off. Oh, the familiar. Thinking, yeah, the familiar. Thinking I'm going to become a vampire one day. Would you be a familiar? No. No, not nah, at all. No way. Would you want to be a vampire? Do you want a percentage of me wanting to be a vampire? So, no, I would not want to be a vampire. But there is a small percentage of my head and, and heart that would be. That's kind of cool. Same. I want to be. Yeah. So I don't think I want to be a vampire. Okay. If you were going to be turned into a vampire. Yeah. When would you want to be bit? Like what age? Uh, from the last 10 years up until the next 10 years. So 20 years. So go from the age, let's say from 20, 21, so I can drink. Okay. So 21 to 40. That range. Okay. But you would more, you would like to be bit maybe in the early 20s, right? Well, yeah, I mean, if I can get, if I get bit when I'm like 25 before the knee surgery. Well, so I was thinking kind of like that because I, so I graduated college in December of 2009. Okay. And then my hair graduated from my head shortly after. Damn sure did. (laughs) So somewhere in between there. Oh, but. And I just, just off of. Being a college athlete. But would you not, would becoming a vampire, I feel like, gives special powers and abilities to the body. Like, would my knee injury be all of a sudden just go away because I'm a vampire? Like, would your hair, would you have a nice, voluptuous head of hair if you were a vampire all of a sudden? I don't think so. No? What? I don't think so. Okay, so maybe you you, you want to okay, so you want to be bit when you got the hair before it graduated away. I mean, from just it. to be safe. Sure, I'm with you. That's why, you know, that's why I'm thinking in my twenties. But also, what if I'm a badass at forty? Uh, I'm a forty. That means gives me forty years of knowledge and experience of life. Well, and, right, but you're gonna get that knowledge anyway as you continue to age as a twenty five year old. Yeah, but I'd rather be a mature vampire than. An immature vampire. Because if you turn a 20, 23, 24, 25 year old into a vampire, you see what happens in the movie. 
the Nick guys like boasting about it. I feel like I would be that douchebag. That was so funny. It's hilarious. And well, introduce themselves to a, a a vampire hunter. That was he, funny. He's like, he's like, I was not funny. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <He got> man. <laughs> I like when he's like, you got his new uh, toilet. That's that's me. That's me. I'm toilet. I'm that guy. <laughs> he doesn't even say Edward. Okay, so I did see each of the main characters, the main vampires. Yeah. Uh, they were similar to a vampire from. Uh, a previous famous vampire movie. Okay. So Peter, the one that's really old. Oh my God. He is supposed to be Count Orlock from Nosferatu. That's like a super old that's vampire. That's old I've vamp- never seen that. But, but I know the image, I know the name. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Deacon uh, is yeah. David from Lost Boys. Did you ever see that, Lost Boys? I didn't. It's it's pretty good. It's, got, it's about um, vampires? Yeah. Whoa. You should check it out. It's okay, a, cool. I think it's like late 80s. Anyway. All right. Uh, Vlad is comparable to Gary Oldman's Dracula. Oh, yeah. Okay. I've never seen that. I did And I, I didn't know Gary Oldman played Dracula, so I kind of want to watch that now. Okay, cool. And Nick is supposed to be reminiscent of Edward from Twilight. Really? Yes. Uh-huh. So I think that's funny that he said that joke. Interesting. But then Viago is supposed to be Luis de Point du Lac from Inter- Interview with the Vampire. Have you ever seen that? No. Who okay. plays the vampire? Is it Tom? Brad Pitt it's plays Brad that Pitt. vampire. Yeah. And yes. Tom Cruise is in this movie, and so is yes. Antonio Banderas, yes. Kirsten Dunst, okay. and Christian Slater. Oh, wow. And it's not as good as it should be. It's not. No. That's sad. But it is interesting. And Do they interview an, a vampire? Uh, Christian Slater does. And then it kind of, mm. I think in him talking to the vampire, it okay. shows like his past. So yeah. it, it works its way up to present day. That makes sense now, Nick, being the way he was. He, he was hilarious. I loved his shoes, too. He was wearing a lot of cool Jordans. Oh, I didn't Nikes. even notice that. Oh, yeah. The cool scene dude. where he's trying to escape the house the first time is really cool. It wasn't my favorite scene, but when uh when he's still human. Okay. And he and that girl are brought over. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> well, first they're like, You're eating worms. It's <laughs> <laughs> spaghetti canned spaghetti. And then that guy, uh, I think it's Deacon turns <sighs> Nick's penis into a snake. Yes. And then turns it back. And I love Nick. He's like, this is not funny. I have to go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because Nick was brought over uh, from the familiar. They had gone to school together, but they hadn't talked to him. No, she said they they were, he was uh, her ex uh, boyfriend. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And and they asked him if he was a virgin. He was like, no. And she's like, yeah, you are. And she's like, you were a virgin when we dated. He's like, we were 12. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Okay. Love that. It's a it's a funny movie. They do a great job playing off of the humor of the seriousness around v- vampires. But they also show what it would be like to be a vampire and the suckiness around it. Again, yeah, they have to, to go. Viago, he got lost in a coffin for 18 years, I think, or 18 months. Oh, 18 and, months. Yeah, he was sent to the he, wrong he place. He couldn't find the love of his life anymore, and she had remarried. It just, the way they play off of those serious... Uh, tones is is a lot of fun while this movie's going on 
Um, I know you said you had a favorite vampire, but did you have a favorite character maybe outside of the vampires or just in general for the movie? Stu. Vlad. Me too. Stu, Stu was, was my awesome. favorite. He's so funny. Everyone loves Stu. He's all like, oh, working oh, on computers gonna, and stuff. Gonna make, yeah, we're going to make him a sweater. I'm making Stu a sweater. Or not a sweater, a, a scarf. He had to make him a scarf. Uh, Deacon did. That's right. <laughs> so there's this a really funny thing about Stu, the character. Okay. okay. Uh, so Stu Rutherford, the real person, the actor. Yeah. Uh, was an IT technician and high school friend of Taika Waititi's in real life. He was initial initially told that he would only have a bit part in the film, so he would act more natural when filming, and he didn't realize his role was so important until the film premiered. What? <laughs> no shit. He plays a software engineer. Okay, one, he plays a software engineer in the movie, in the, yeah. and he went to MIT, you just said. Oh, no, 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 no. He just is an IT Oh, so, uh, I, so he technician. has an IT technician. He really so is an IT technician. So there you go. Yeah, those two things. But then you're saying they didn't tell him how important his role was, so he would just be more natural and relaxed? Yeah, exactly. And it's, oh, man. Dude, there. I read that there was about That's 120 genius. hours like filmed, and they had it took them so long to edit it down. Holy shit! Because this movie isn't long; it's less than an hour and a half. Yeah, it's super short. It's an easy watch, for sure. What? That's very cool. That's what other? You have any other cool? Knowledge? I got one more. Okay. There is. They want to do a follow-up movie. Really? Following Even- the werewolves. And it's called We're Wolves. So we are wolves. Yes. Please do that. I guess it's been delayed a lot. Okay. And uh, I think Taika Waititi was asked about it recently, and he said, between now and before I die. (laughs) So I don't know when it's coming out. (laughs) Thanks, bud. that, That helps out. So speaking of sequels, Hocus Pocus is supposed to have a sequel out. The book's already out. Yeah. So oh, I saw the book at Target. The book at the other Tar- yeah, I was gonna say there's a book at Target if you go, oh, yeah, go buy it. So there's a there's a second movie coming out. Interesting sequel to it. But okay, I would I would a hundred percent rewatch this movie. But I'm really excited to see the We Are Wolves if it'll happen. It yeah, I just don't like know lifetime. because. I think it's been rumored for a while. Oh shit! That's um, but such he's just a doing cool so idea. many other things, so I'm okay with that because I really like everything yeah. Taika Waititi's done so far. He's he's a fun guy. He's got a lot of uh, ideas and imagination up there in that crazy brain of his. Is there a power that you would like most from a vampire, or what aspect of a vampire would you like most? Hmm. Probably the physical abilities of being able to, you're stronger, fly, fly, (laughs) all of those, just the physical attributes that come with it. You're a little stronger than normal. What about you? The hypnotizing looks fun. Whoa. Okay. And so funny. Uh, when, When the cops come. Yes. And he, you will not notice anything out of the ordinary. And they're all like up. Flying in the air in the kitchen and dining room. Nick's getting attacked. And they're showing the body of the vampire hunter who's dead. And they're like, oh, what's this here? And they're like, he partied too hard. There's flammables here. And you have a 
<laughs> a lantern right over it. Oh shit! <laughs> no, no. Oh, so then they want to kill the cops. Deacon does, and he's like, "Well, well no, let's get some more safety tips yeah. around the house, and maybe we kill. <laughs> maybe we kill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's such a clever movie. A lot of good wit is, is used in this movie. I do like Vlad's take on wanting virgins. Oh, okay. He says, like if you this. wanted a sandwich, you would enjoy it more if you knew someone hadn't fucked it. <laughs> that sucks. That's, That's so the best stu- line of the movie. That's so stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. It's so fucking dumb. I'm going to have to say that to my wife. <laughs> see how that goes over oh man <laughs> that's hilarious who would you hypnotize first i feel like if i had the the hypnotize the hypnotize power um i would just shut people up trying to talk to me just small talk oh my god i would love that people in stores that still want to talk to you even though we have masks and i don't make eye contact with her trying to talk to me online dude just want to look at them and be like target has shut got the fuck this, up uh, new team they okay. wear black shirts oh wow and they don't leave you the fuck alone if you are anywhere near any of the electronics oh god liz like laughed in this woman's face the other day when she's like can we help you <laughs> and liz was like no obviously not no, like the browsing. woman even knew it i'm like when are department stores gonna realize that we don't want to be bothered we'll go find you just be there just be ready and available. Exactly. The shitty thing is, though, is when they're available. I was at Walmart today, and I was buying stuff for a charcuterie board. I went up to a lady working in the produce and I said, hey, can I get some olives? You're where I can find the olives. She takes me back to the cheese section, and she points the feta and mozzarella and goes, olives. What? Yeah. And I said, okay, uh, those aren't olives, but thank you. And I walked away and just went to a different aisle. <laughs> Found the olives. They're on A10, A11, if anyone wants to know. And I went and grabbed a, a jar, and I went back to her in a produce and said, hey, just so you know, these are olives. I'm sure she loved that. And she said, thank you. And I said, just so you know, they're on A10 and 11. She said, okay. <laughs> She's like, and then someone was like, who was that? She's like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> But the thing is, is just be ready and available, but also know your shit, especially where the olives are. So that's Come where on, the man. hypnotizing would be. Exactly. I just shut up, lady. I'm just gonna <laughs> go look for this. She, I thought she was actually taking me somewhere important, and she took me all the way to the cheese section and just pointed to feta and mozzarella. I was so <laughs> mad. I just wanted that to walk away, but I had to be nice. I was like olives. I didn't want to spell it for, her, but I almost did. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's no. <laughs> what would you rate this movie? I think it's an eight and a half for me. Okay. Um, I know it's short. It feels yeah. like the perfect length, though. It does. Um, I definitely laughed throughout the whole thing. Yeah. But I feel like any longer, and it would have gotten a little tired. I think it's perfect length. Yeah, they they were smart with that. They had so much content. It sounded like from what you said. So putting together a solid movie like this without overwhelming you with humor is is a smart thing. I was going to go with a 7.5. Okay. For me. I laughed, thought it was funny. 
not my type of humor. Okay. The whole time. So, like, I'm with you. If it would have been longer, I, I definitely was, like, losing uh, interest. Like the oh, humor interesting. Was, okay. Yeah, the humor. But, but then the cut scenes come on for the credits, and that kind of reawakens a little bit more sure. of the, the humor for me. IMBD, or sorry, IMDB has it at a 7.7. And then Rotten Tomatoes, seventy six percent for the critics and eighty eighty six percent for the audience score. I'm a That's little good. surprised the critic score is low. Yeah, low ish. I am as well. The TV show sits at a ninety seven percent. I want to ask uh, you, Bob. Do you, which do you like better? Uh. Now the movie I like better. Just because it's the original. I do too. I think the characters are better in the movie. The acting's better in the movie too. But I love the TV show. I was yeah. not expecting much, and I really do like it, it from it, what I've seen. It's funny. It definitely is. But it. Uh, the woman vampire is probably my favorite. On oh the yeah, show. she's wild in that show. I Hilarious. Her. She's so funny. And also, the show does borrow a ton. And I don't know if you know this because you probably didn't see the movie. Uh, when you saw this episode, but the characters from the movie are in an episode. Oh, they it's are? It's when they do this ritual. It's in season one. Mm. They all three appear. Because uh, the the TV show takes place it. in New York. Okay. In Staten Island. Oh, God. And and the, the movie is in New Zealand, right? Yes. I think so. Yes, you're right. Because when uh, Viago was talking about his map, and his That's travels right. that he ended up in in New Zealand. That was kind of a dick move on his part to bite his former lover. Yeah, she's so old. I know. I was like, well, come on, man! But she seemed happy, so good for her. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want that. He was mm-hmm. robbing the cradle because she was ninety. <laughs> no, and I love that. Everybody looks at us funny because of the age difference. I'm eight times older than her. <laughs> no, dude, she looks like she's old as shit. She's ninety. You, you should have just let her die. I did like that he couldn't put the silver necklace on, too. Oh, but he yeah. tried anyway, <laughs> yeah. and it he went on so to long. Show, he wanted I to pre- show it off. He was like, as it's burning <laughs> his neck. I love that. Those are the scenes. Those See, those are the small moments of this movie that when they all come together, it makes it a well, fun, yeah. fun And I wanted together. to say, too, all the paintings they show as okay. background for these characters. Yeah. Almost to explain their past. Yeah, remember, they yeah. do the same thing in the TV show. But yep. and then my favorite is just when Vlad always refers to the beast, the and beast. it does the same song every time and shows this weird animal <sighs> painting. Yo, it's just so well done. It's weird. It's perfect. Yeah, I don't. I don't really have much else. I. I just. I there's so many things in it to like. It's a good all around movie, and we hope that you have enjoyed this spooky podcast today. And I misspoke on the last one. I said we had, this was the last of our scary movies, but we do have one more for real. Scary movie. One more set of scary movies. Yes. We'll go ahead and let you know it is the original Michael Myers Halloween. Facts. And the new, I guess, reboot, 2018 Halloween that yes. is supposed to be a direct sequel to that original. I have never seen that new one. I have, and I'm ready to rewatch it, baby. Yeah, so, and I've only seen the original once. 
So I'm I'm ready to watch that. I'm ready to Again. watch both of them, baby. You know what they gotta do? What? Gotta keep that porch light on. You have to keep it on. Or the ghost of ghouls are gonna get you. No, they're not gonna get me because I cover my peepers. Hey now, cover those peeps up. Keep the porch light on. Two hosts. I'm John, aka John Chevrolet, and I'm Sean, aka Obi Sean Kenobi. And I think you're listening to Porch Light Talks. Heard it work the other day. I've been home late because I've been in college. Don't worry, hit me via text. Ain't no need to stress. Gotta make some moves. I hate to leave you home alone. Your home. I know just how I bleed. Oh, man. Obi Sean. Oh, you're killing it. You're on a fucking roll lately. I don't know how you're doing this. Is this that nickname we're like? No, nah, this is just up at late at night. Let's <laughs> <laughs> think about nicknames. <laughs> I have nothing. I fuck sleep. <laughs> Make nicknames. Sports Center, <laughs> sure. That could be out of the background. All right, Scott Van Bell. What name can we come up with? <laughs> oh, man. I like that. <laughs> Sorry. Ooh, I, got I really like your Borat one. impression. <laughs> I try, I try. <laughs> or your my, Tommy Wiseau impression. I don't know what I'm doing with it. I, I just continuously go back to the Tommy Wiseau voice. I can't get him out of my head ever since I've watched that uh, the Disaster Artist movie. Just can't get his, his voice out of my head. But yeah, I tried to do the Borat um, voice because that line in, in Borat, where he introduces himself. He yeah. has to come up with an American name. <laughs> he just chooses John Chevrolet. <laughs> Is that what it was? <laughs> <laughs> the funniest... The, I mean, sure, all of his names he comes up with are hilarious in the movie. Oh, but yeah. Yeah, that's where I got the, the John Chevrolet from. I think it it fit pretty good uh, with the movie. So yeah, Borat. Pretty. I mean, I I thought it was <laughs> good. Did you see the first Borat? Yeah, it's not as good as the first one. I saw the first Borat in theaters. It was so funny. Did we see it together? No, okay. I saw it with um our one of our old mutual friends. Okay, got you. All right, the first one. Made me laugh a lot harder than this I think one it's did. too hard to do it now. Is it because everyone knows who? Yeah, he is? I mean they okay. play that in the in this one. Yeah, like how people keep recognizing him. They do that for yeah, right, right within the beginning of the movie. Yeah, 
would you call him out if you saw him on the streets? Would you just be like, I would recognize it. Like, yeah. holy shit, where are the yeah. cameras at? Yeah. Okay. I how wouldn't. Did, I wouldn't go up to him though. But how the hell do they hide? How did they? Well, get I away think that's the that? point of the movie because um, I was actually when I was looking up some research. Uh, he was worried about making Sasha Baron Cohen was worried about making another Borat movie, okay, and being recognized. So that's why Borat's like disguised through a lot of this, and also his the girl playing his daughter does is, a lot is featured of the, a lot as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly, because no one knows exactly who she is. Let, going based off of favorite characters or just bringing her up, um, she was my f- like favorite actor. Oh, uh, yeah, she was really good. I guess this was her first American film. Was it? Yeah. So she's, she's actually 24 in real life. She's okay. only 15. No, so she's <laughs> <laughs> living, living in a barn? No. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I guess the actress is from uh, Romania. Okay. I think that's where she's from. Maria. Bulgaria. Maria Bakalova. Yeah, I sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I bring that up because in the movie, mm-hmm. when she's talking to Borat, okay, uh, and they're speaking in their native language, mm-hmm. she's actually speaking Bulgarian, and Borat is speaking Hebrew. What? And they actually did this in the first movie. I don't remember this, but I, I guess Borat, when he would speak to his producer, they would speak in another language. Oh, in their in their so-called native language, but um, I think the producer was speaking uh, Armenian okay. while, he, while Borat spoke Hebrew, and it was because American audience wouldn't be able to notice the difference. But it's so true. I think it is even, true. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what it Sasha is an absolute genius when it comes to his like comedic and like comedy like his satire he's just he's he's ahead of his time he really is did you um do you remember the Ali G show a little I bit I think it was on HBO it was like early 2000s I feel like okay so that's his show and he had uh Ali G which is probably his funniest character and he had Borat and he had Bruno is Ali G the one with he wore the the do rag? Yeah. Okay. So he was like a gangster, yeah. but he had like a British accent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> those were I think that show was like half an hour, so it would be three separate segments, and each one would have like on the street stuff, kind of like this movie. Okay. Um, live but, reactions from people. Well, yeah. So Ali G like got. He wow. had interviewed some politicians at one point on the okay. show. Okay. So he Ali G was blacklisted everywhere. So they never really they made an Ali G movie, but it was scripted. It was terrible. I well, I tried to watch it and I couldn't do it. It wasn't okay. okay. Um. Then he came out with Borat. Okay. Then he did Bruno. Which... But even with <laughs> Borat now, it's too popular because Borat was a thing it when it came huge. out the first time. Hi, hi. <laughs> My wife. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> says that. <laughs> Watching the second one definitely makes me want to rewatch 
the first one. Yeah, I would agree with that. So the first, yeah, the first one, high five and all the <laughs> taglines are funny. Lot, I just there was something about the second one that I didn't identify with as much. I, I think it's well, maybe it's not the identification, but for me, it was some of some of it seemed a little too scripted. Okay, like the story seemed a little forced to me. I I like wasn't really interested in. Was that. there a particular scene well just like the whole backstory seemed felt a little different than the first one it just felt too forced i mean i like the character of the daughter yeah 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 what did you (laughs) what did you think when she showed up in the ship (laughs) i was like she definitely ate that monkey a hundred i thought that immediately (laughs) i thought that and from the moment I met her, I couldn't get uh, Anthony Davis's brow out of my head. Oh my god! I never even thought of that. That's so like, hilarious. Like, this is Anthony Davis's daughter. She just ate a monkey in a crate. <laughs> but what was even better is that Borat said to the person who was undoing the crate, Borat's like, "Hammer it up." Oh, I know. <laughs> how many? And the god just did it. How many people were doing that in this movie? They're just like, well, he's the one paying me. I'm- to me, I'm like, he's done this before. <laughs> oh, you don't want this human? No problem. I know exactly what to do. <laughs> and I told you who my favorite actor was, was you know, Borat's daughter. My fa- I had two two favorite uh, people in, in, in the movie. Okay. The first person was the guy at the shipping place. <laughs> the, the one The fax machine. Oh, oh, oh my God. <laughs> Basically text messaging through like, fax. What is he doing? I love so that guy. Polite. He's reading it out loud. He wrote a smiley face. He wrote a frowny face. Yeah. <laughs> he just... <laughs> He's getting a Yelp review, and it's a hundred percent. five sure. out of yeah, five out of five service for that guy. <laughs> and then the second is the uh, black lady that babysits. Yeah, uh, the nanny. Oh, the man. nanny. What is her? Do you have? She you... has blown up. Oh really? Oh yeah. Okay. As far as like uh, there just was uh, social media, Janice or... Jones, she uh, is... she was paid thirty six hundred dollars to appear in the movie. What ever in down here? Okay, uh, she was under the impression it was a serious documentary and had no idea that they were playing characters. Uh, she said they definitely had her fooled. Shut um, up. Apparently, there was a uh, was it GoFundMe. They raised like fifty thousand dollars for her, so she the, she got fifty thousand dollars from fans, and then Sasha Baron Cohen uh, donated a hundred thousand to her, which she then donated to her church. Shut up! And she uh, she just got a role in this new comedy coming up that's from a uh, what a South Park writer. Good for her. Yeah, so. she was awesome in this. Yeah, she was great. Is she? Honestly, everything is awesome. Hilarious. <laughs> Direct, but... Polite. <laughs> fun. Yeah, polite, but not... Po- I don't know. It's just... It was just clear in her instructions. Yeah, like When he perfect. came in uh, during uh, coronavirus, she was like, you stand there. You stay there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she got him the old ball and chain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when he walked... When oh, he's Bora- like, now my chest hurt. <laughs> She's like, it should hurt. 
<laughs> I love that she still talked to him like he was just another guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's your heart, she says. I loved it. <laughs> when he dropped her off for that time to babysit and he made the clicking sounds and gave her a treat. <laughs> she was like, no. <laughs> he had her on a leash at the fair. Oh, yeah. I just don't know. Oh, and then he do. held, uh, she wanted to hold uh, his hand and he put a paper he bag, put over. A bag over it. Sorry to everyone. We're not trying to like review the movie. We're, man, there's just so many like really good scenes in this. I know. Well, you were talking about some of your favorite people. One so, of mine that yeah. is the guy who gets the haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard. His politeness at that scene. was so off the charts. He let Borat show every piece of hair that he cut. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, please don't fuck this guy's hair up. Please. I was laughing so hard at that scene, and I'm tearing up right now trying to speak and not laugh right. When he, he snipped every piece of hair and showed it. made it for approval, every single one. <laughs> Could you imagine going and getting your hair cut and someone doing that to you? Oh, my God. I, I just don't know how he gets away with this stuff still. I don't know. I mean, people willingly just act like this on camera, too. Like, with the... I know you were saying the guy just kept boarding up uh, his daughter, like, right with Borat. He's, like, you know, hammering the, the cart down. Yeah. But, like, when they go to the, what is it, the cage store for oh, animals. And he's yeah. Like, How many daughters do you put in here? He's, like, oh, just one. <laughs> what? <laughs> he's, like, sure, yeah. like that. It's you got to make the sale. Same thing as the debut. Is it debutantes or oh, that one? That was that weird. event was weird. I had to look up what a, debu- a, a debutante was. Oh really? I guess it's like a introduction in high society to yeah. So it's like cotillion, I guess. What's that? Just I think cotillion is uh my wife. My wife went to cotillion. Okay. And uh, you go and they teach you the proper manners and like how to uh, eat at a fancy dinner and oh. dance at a ball. Basically that event. Okay, cool. Well, so yeah, Borat and his, his daughter show up at one of those. And they, they are they the dads of some of the debutantes? That they're That's talking what about? I was trying to figure out. It looked like some of them had dates, but then others' dates were their dads. Okay. Yeah. But, like, it's clear that these girls are not of age, right? It didn't seem like it. And but then dad, some of them are drinking... Th- that blood. one dad, the first dad that talks to Borat, I think it's the first one. We like, like beautiful young girls. They're fun. was... He yeah. seemed a little in the bag, too. Yep. I'm like, okay, that's a little disturbing to hear. And then the other, that other dad made that comment about... How Borat's much? Daughter, how much? hundred in front of his wife. Yeah. Oh, is that what he said? He did it in front of his daughter. Yeah, because she goes, "You're fucking disgusting." That was I'm what pretty sure. What the hell? His Why? Who? What does that it? show you exactly what's happening and what does happen? I don't know. I just feel like some older men just don't know how to act around women. You're right. No. Yeah. It's you're weird. right. Yeah. I don't know. It was that that in itself was the most 
I don't know. There's a yeah, that was the most disturbing. I would say so. And then the just the dance that they did was (laughs) really disturbing. I I laughed my ass off at that. Everybody's reaction was like, oh shit. What did she call it? (laughs) The her blood moon came? Yeah, so she had her period and then she thought that they would want to appreciate it it because Oh, and he was like, Yes, you must (laughs) We're gonna do the fertility dance, which I was really impressed with. Everyone was the, for the court. for a minute <laughs> until they started showing her vagina. I like how they did. The party was so dull, and they got it real hyped, and then she just that. Everything. Okay, so that's ex- exactly what I was exactly what I was going with. Man, they're they're really doing well with this this dance, and then all of a sudden she started slowly dragging her her dress up, and at first, so I watched this movie without the subtitles. Oh, for like when the Borat's first time. talking to her daughter? Exactly. To his daughter? Yes. So I watched it the first time on <laughs> Plex and didn't have that. So for, I mean, out of context, I could pick up sort of what was going on. But okay. in that that scene, I honestly had no idea what they were doing. And to me, was, why the fuck are they doing this? It didn't make sense. <laughs> I was laughing, but also a little disgusted because I didn't have context around it. From the prior oh, that's scene. Hilarious. So what? So then you watched it the second time with? Yes, with every like subtitle contacts. I could <laughs> not stop laughing. It, it it's hilarious, absolutely disgusting. It was gross, and she had hair under her arms. So when they raised their arms, okay, up, Liz caught that one too. She's like, I think she's she's got hair under her arms. Exactly, <laughs> which was even even better. So, uh, what were some other of uh, your favorite skits? I mean, I don't want to go over all of them, but there is like a few I do want to still talk about. Um, okay. Uh, what the, did you have? The in mind? preacher, the preacher guy, the women's center. Oh, I forgot about that. When he's yeah, she so she eats Borat's, a plastic baby. Borat's daughter has a cupcake, and women aren't supposed to have sweets or whatever, so they get her <laughs> according cupcake. to Borat. Yeah, according to Borat in the book. They give her a cupcake and it has a baby on the plastic, like toy baby on the top, and she eats the plastic toy baby. And then they immediately have to go to the women's center to <laughs> to get the baby aborted. Out. Yeah, get it out. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> so all they, they told, said. So they told her to preacher. That is hilarious. I don't know if I could handle that though. It's funny because the preacher. I don't want to say it's unrelenting. Yes, but he's also pretty calm to just handle something like that. I don't know if I could have uh, that been that. That calm. is the scariest part to me. Is how calm he is. Yes, because Borat says Borat implies that he impregnated his own daughter, and he says True. that that's God sending a message with a straight face. So I was like, okay, oh. I didn't catch that part. Like, not necessarily that scene, but I didn't catch that line. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh. Nah, yeah. So. Come on now. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's a little tough there. I, I just know, <laughs> I know myself well enough that I were, if I were switching shoes with the pastor, I, what the you fuck would are you talking about? Yeah, what are you even saying right but now? But you can tell he's like, oh. How is he that serious? <laughs> I don't know. It, it, I can't believe that people don't like react 
I mean, it is like something to say to how people at least react civilly in public. I guess I yeah. don't know. Same, same, same thing about the guy, uh, the plastic surgeon. They ask, they ask him about like boobs, and then they talk about a Jewish nose. That was weird. It's, it's insane to me. That that guy was saying that he would have sex with her. If the if dad wasn't around. That was so weird. Why did he do that? What? Just say, just in the conversation. So what? What are you doing? Uh, what was even better about that is the cost of getting breast implants was around $22,000. Borat paid with ones it looked like. And he was missing $72, <laughs> and he freaked out about it and had to go figure out how to make the money, and that's when the haircut yeah. scene came into play. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that was an expensive, <laughs> expensive haircut. Like, what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> what were some of your favorite scenes uh, outside of the ones that I just mentioned? Well, those two guys that he stayed with. Oh, that was awesome. I was uh, wondering if that was scripted. It seemed a little too good to be true, but... Was it? Apparently, it's real because he stayed Shut in up. character as Borat for five days staying with them. What? Yeah. And they had they had no idea. I don't know. Maybe they did. Maybe they... Either way... They thought that, that was, he was shooting a legit documentary. It was phenomenal footage. That... There was some weird stuff being said. I meant to go look back. <laughs> Didn't they say What did that they say that Hillary, uh, Hillary Clinton drank the blood of, of children? children. <laughs> but then Borat said something that was a conspiracy theory, and they were like, no, that's not true. It's a conspiracy theory. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But I can't remember what he said. I meant oh, to go shit, look back. I can't back. either. Yeah, I can't remember. But no, they, yeah, sure. Whatever their mindset or views are those two guys definitely added a, a nice layer to the movie. It was hilarious. I don't know how, if how supportive they were. That introduction was legit, but it was so funny to me when Borat comes up and he's like, "Why is no one out?" and he's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. "It's COVID-19." And he's like, "Can I stay with you?" And he's like, "All right." Okay. He just shrugs shoulders. "Okay, get him the see car." What he, did you see what he had in his hand? Yeah, it was a six-pack like, or something like that. Like Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> Something I would get at the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about him running around in their house with that little uh, fake wiener thing on? What is, like, what is that? I don't even Do you remember. remember what he you're had like a about. little strap on, and he was working out and stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. and it, they were on the internet. They're just like, hey, whatever. Do you? <laughs> I'm like, Man, you guys yeah, are a lot of okay. patience. Yeah. <laughs> How about the song he sang at the Republican uh like Oh, rally. so that was a uh hold on, I actually wrote something down about this. Okay. Cuz he goes with those two guys to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. Hold on. Okay, so it was a um it was a gun rally. <laughs> um really. And uh he sings that song. Yes, that, that they wrote. That they wrote with those two guys. I was going to ask you. Maybe you know this. Did Borat schedule himself as that country singer's name to sing the song, or did he really like sneak out? Sort of. Okay. So 
<laughs> I have some more information. Cool. About yeah. This. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, it's okay. Wondering. You didn't. Okay. It's a good question. So he apparently hired the security there at the event. Oh. And there were protesters nearby. Okay. And for most of the day, the 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 gun rally or whatever that they were at were antagonizing the protesters. Okay. When Borat got on stage as Country Steve, because remember, he's undercover. Yes, he has to be undercover. <laughs> and and he starts singing the song. The protesters realized it was Borat. Okay. They recognized him before the people uh, uh, singing along did. With him. And evidently, uh, only because he hired the security was he not like killed because they tried to rush the stage and evidently he had to hold the door to his trailer closed from the crowd they turned on him oh yeah because once it was realized that That he was joking around they try to he was at a gun rally doing that yeah i mean you saw some of those guys had like sure they were just i know but what why is he oh my god balls of steel sasha has oh yeah would you wear some type of like protective gear if you were oh, doing this? He wore like two uh two instances he wore a bulletproof vest. You have to. I don't know if I'm sure it was at that event. Um and, and then, then the Mike maybe, Pence. I don't know if he did. Come on. But that one is even funnier because apparently okay. he had to stay in that bathroom stall for six hours <laughs> before he could come out when Michael Pence was out. Shut the front door. <laughs> He hung out in that bathroom stall for six hours. And I think he hours. had that costume on the whole time, because evidently he had it on underneath the Klansman outfit that he walked in wearing. Which, how do you not get kicked out immediately? Yeah, everybody was like, what the fuck, dude? But how, did, how, is there no, how is there not a quicker response to that? But look at the whole movie. Everybody's just too polite, I guess. I don't know. We're just right. like, I don't want to deal care. with that. Yeah, exactly. I got too much. <laughs> he walks in with the gay. Uh, then he changes into a Trump outfit and then carries his daughter around that looks like a stripper, essentially, just dressed like a night lady. I think he got scared for a second in for that sure. scene. Because did you, somebody hit him, and he's like, please don't hit me. He said. He got, you could see he, he was said, serious for a he second. He actually, so, yeah, I, I remember this. He says, he actually comes out of character and he says, he's punching me. He punched me. And it's one of the mm. supporters that's yeah. punching him as the security's dragging him out. I was like, damn. How does that happen more often to him? I don't know. I mean, he's had to have gotten attacked before. He has to. I don't, I mean. Well, you, did you ever see Borat? Yeah, but I don't remember him being attacked. Tagged there was the uh, at the end he he does a uh, there's like an MMA fight that he joins in. I don't think he's what I can't remember if he's dressed Damn as Borat or not. But remember this: everybody wants to wants him to win because the other guy's gay. It's in like a <laughs> southern area, <laughs> and as he's beating him up, they just start making out. And then, like everybody starts throwing their shit into the octagon, and they and they threw a chair at one point and almost hit him. That looked like really close. Oh shit! Okay, 
Do you think he got to that point with anyone in this movie? Other than the, the, the gun rally, it sounds like, that they try to rush him. But yeah, I mean, maybe just that one. I don't see... What, happened, really recall what would happen one. at the debutante thing after they did the dance? And It would probably be similar to when the daughter talks about touching her vagina <laughs> with that women's rally. Oh, or shit. the women's... I, I uh, forgot about that. Yeah, okay. What is that? The symposium or whatever you want to call Conservative it? Conservative women's rights conference at a Holiday Inn. Yeah. Across the street from the plastic surgery center that she was supposed to get boobs at. <laughs> I forgot about that. But okay, so she yeah, she shows up to this conference, and maybe the leader of the group is giving a speech, and Borat's daughter interrupts to then announce. She oh, her name's Tudor. We should probably Tudor. say that. Sorry. Oh, which apparently means daughter in Are another language. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> genius again. Just small genius, comedic droplets throughout this movie. She talks about touching her vajay and how it doesn't suck her in or she's still alive. And then or they whatever. just let her keep going. For how long? It was unbelievable how they just let her keep going. I loved how the lady it. just clapped her off. She's like, All right. Yeah, all right. Congratulations. <laughs> she looks and then so mad. Immediately someone says, Call her and an, call her an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they thought she was just some strung out chick? I don't know. I wonder that too, because they seem to really like like her, but they were they couldn't handle her once she got. They were welcoming too uh, too detailed. But she kept going. Like I said, the leader was giving a speech in mid almost. Yeah, sentence. they said they wanted her to talk. Yeah, go ahead and say something. You you want to, you know, tutor tutor, yeah, whatever her name is, tutor. says that she touched her vagina and didn't get sucked up, and. <laughs> At that point, she's realizing that women are allowed to do things. Oh, yes. Her character, yeah. Exactly. Because <laughs> Borat and the entire culture that they're from, women are in cages and all this weird shit. <laughs> it's crazy. She freaked out when the uh, one black lady drove the car. She was crying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, did you see in the book... Her little journal, what the the picture where it was like, this is what it's like to give birth. No, <laughs> it's like the, what is? I don't even. It's so dirty. It's oh like, uh, no, the mom is getting double teamed. <laughs> 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 Baby's being delivered. <laughs> it's so terrible. I hate this movie. It's so ridiculous. It's just not gonna. Uh, it's. I'm not going to have as many lines from it as the first one. But that's just because of that's his character that's the character. That's what happens when Well, so I think that was his transition is because Okay. The first Borat is we're laughing at his accent and the way he talks. So it's yeah. kind of insensitive. Yeah. To where now he's like pointing out hypocrisies. True. So now he's pointing out societal flaws. Should we talk anyway. about the Rudy Giuliani scene? Yeah, that I mean, well, the goal of Borat is to give a gift <laughs> to Trump or whoever's in power. Yes, uh, Michael Pence. Sorry, yeah, Mike Pence. They're at supposed first, to give the and, monkey to Michael Pence. Yeah, Mike, it, and now it gets down to the point where they think that they can give 
Borat's daughter to Rudy Giuliani. So yeah, let's let's get into that. How the hell did they schedule that interview? I don't know. I mean, if you have a good PR guy, <laughs> they could kind of make you sound legitimate to whoever. She looked legit. They had the cameras, the lights. It seemed... Was he drinking whiskey? That's what I want to know. So, like... She definitely didn't make it known that she was 15 in the movie, right? Agreed. Yeah. But he definitely thought he was getting laid, right? I don't think he thought he was getting laid. He thought something was about to happen, I feel like. Do you? I, I mean, am I wrong on that assessment? Uh, he leans back to yeah. take his microphone off. To He has said that he was tucking his shirt in. Which, I, okay, but... I don't think he was tucking his shirt in. I think he... Uh, it's a convenient tucking in of the shirt. I or think he maybe was do- readjusting. He was doing a... I think he was doing a warm-up move. And as men listening, uh, maybe y'all understand this after I explain women, you will as well. But the warm-up move is where you give it a couple of tugs <laughs> to, you know, elongate it just in case that situation happens. I also think Rudy was happy that a pretty girl was sort of being... She was Flor- flirtatious. She was touching him, yes. you know, touch to the knees. She was she was definitely giving the signs. So there was all that involved. Not an excuse for him to in- anticipate maybe sexual contact. I don't think he was wanting sex though. At the very least, it's not a good look. Not yeah, well, not, I mean, not who knows what would have happened if Borat didn't come in, but yeah. I think that was the I think that was the point. <laughs> Because if he did it, they can't use any of that footage. Oh yeah. Oh man, that would be re- that would have been would have been bad. Very bad. I mean, it's still it's just not a good look. That's where we'll leave it at. For sure. <laughs> but you were talking about your favorite people. I guess your favorite character, if you will, is the yeah. is the babysitter. Babysitter and yeah, babysitter and the guy who uh, does a lot of the faxing. So mine was all right. Judith, one of the two ladies in the synagogue. Oh, she's so sweet. Those ladies. Oh my First god. All, that was the most insane thing that he did. What did he why He what? dressed up as a devil with a long nose. One foot nose. Yep. Finger like nail things like witches, yeah, and then, a uh, bag of money. That's what, and a puppet with something written on it. I can't remember at the moment. But and yeah, these women are like, okay, it's our weekly crazy guy that comes into the synagogue dressed as a devil and and Jewish uh, stereotypes. So <laughs> like sweet. what? Did you see the other lady yeah. who wasn't talking was just laid back the whole time. They had no reaction to him walking in like that. I love how she was just so accepting and caring. She allowed what she did she kiss him one time on the cheek? And yeah. He, I, and then they ate soup the very next scene. It's just something about that scene that really warmed my heart. It it was funny. Don't get me wrong, I laughed. Yeah. It was comical, but there I couldn't was... believe how nice she was. 
Holy. And the other lady too. I mean, it's just how do you not I love, react to that guy? I love when they're talking about the noses and she, my nose isn't big. And he's like, You're right. And it, you know, Rose's <laughs> nose isn't big. He says, Well, it's bigger than yours. <laughs> He went there to the synagogue because he thought the Holocaust was fake. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> his daughter told him. Oh, that yeah, she because le- they gave him the quote-unquote good news that the Holocaust was, in fact, real. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> so I will say that he told her, uh, uh, Judith, and I guess the other one was, uh, what was her name? I thought Rose? it was Rose, but Rose. You I might be right. But uh, apparently he told them that it was... Uh, like a joke. He told them that it was for the movie Borat. Prior or after? Afterwards. Okay. Um, apparently, he doesn't do that all the time. Okay. But uh, unfortunately, Judith passed away shortly after the movie. After she Are did. you serious? Yeah. Oh, man. I know. I was a little bummed. I hear she was so nice. I know. Oh, man. That was a highlight of the, the movie. For me, as far as like a feel, a feel good move, <laughs> he walked in with the most ridiculous costume, though. Well, I know we've kind of uh, just basically done our summary of the yeah, movie, but yeah. uh, it's kind of hard not to with all these segments. But did you have a favorite segment uh, just to kind of cap it all off? I liked uh, them doing their dance through like the the town. They were. Ho- they were having their feel good moment, oh. and they were kind of just dancing and hanging out and having fun like that. That I don't know. That for me was was my favorite scene. Feel okay. good. I don't know why that was, but for yeah, I, I check marked that one. What about you? Um, I think it's probably the synagogue one because I just was so anticipating that going horribly. Because I was like, you can't do this, bro. <laughs> well, I thought they. Yeah, I thought the KKK thing was going to go really bad, but yeah, he walked into the synagogue. That could have went really I'm like, bad. Come on, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> but, didn't he make but a then comment they, yeah. about mass shootings prior to he that. He did. I was, I was just thinking Ugh. that. Even worse, I was like, okay, what is he going to do when he does this? Did now? I don't know if you found any of this through your uh, like just research or whatever, but was he arrested at all? During this, did he like? I think he did get arrested quite a bit in the first movie, but I don't. Not too. I think he was more afraid of his safety for in this one. Okay, yeah, he started out in Texas. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) fuck. (laughs) Those people don't play. All around a pretty good movie. If if you were, uh, should we go into ratings or? Yeah. Okay. Go into ratings. Yeah. Uh. for me, I was going to get a, a seven. Okay. How about yourself? I'm going to go a six. Okay. Um, I, I laughed the whole time. Yeah. But uh, I think I'm good. I don't really need to watch it. And uh, honestly, it was, I think two is enough. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, one ask, probably can, can was do, enough. Can you do another one after this? Probably Definitely not. not. Everyone knows who he is. Yeah. I think he, I think it's time to, he has a show. Okay. Or did have a show. I, yeah. I feel like it was on Showtime, maybe. Okay. Um, kind of the same thing, but I don't know if it has characters. Okay. Uh, so that might be the future for him. IMDb has it at a 
Okay. And Rotten Tomatoes has it at an 86 for the critics and a 69 for the audience. Oh, interesting. So the critics are liking a little bit more. I was surprised the critics liked it. Yeah. It just, I think we said it a few times and it'll resonate through this. It just a little different than the first one. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, it's still good. But yeah, I think it's time to retire the uh, the Borat. Yeah. So the second movie we're jumping into, which is maybe doesn't make sense, but how we came to it, we were thinking Borat comes to America, someone out of place, learning the culture, and we landed on Rush Hour because Jackie Chan comes to America. Well, that's on you. You were like, you know, I've been wanting to watch Rush Hour. I'm like, can't hate that. Well, I liked that one. And I'm not mad I suggested it because it's awesome. <laughs> it really is. It's such a good movie. Uh, when was the first time you saw it? Did you see it when it came out? I had to. I was actually watching the second one today. When and I came over, yeah. Yeah. And I told Trish, I remember watching the second one in theaters, oh, for sure. Oh, see, I was the opposite. So okay. I definitely saw the first one. I definitely saw the first one, too, though. With Bradley Gockler. No shit. And maybe Kyle Pulley. Really? Maybe. Okay. I remember loving it. It, I, it, Yeah, same thing. It's the same energy, the same love, the same comedy. I laugh at every scene. I just don't know if this movie could happen in 2020 because of some of the, uh, yeah, uh, there's some language that hasn't aged well. Exactly. But, uh, was this not, am I mistaken? Was this not like the height of Jackie Chan? He was like a thing for a long time. He was. Yeah. He, he had done a lot of, um, movies. He was, uh, in a lot of movies that I never saw, but I, Quote, unquote, knew they were good, like Rumble in the Bronx. Yeah. I still have never seen that. Okay. I went to go just watch it the other day, but it wasn't on place. It wasn't? I got Uh, disappointed. I'll get Nick to get on that. (laughs) So Rush Hour is uh, Jackie Chan's first English movie. Like English? He was speaking English? Yeah, he spoke English. And he was See, how is that? How was he so popular before that then? Was he he just getting dubbed? Yeah, he was doing a lot of work. Um, overseas, and I guess he's number two or number three best-selling music artist over there too. What? He's a singer. Does he sing War? Good God! Oh, you all! Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> third favorite scene, maybe. Well, yeah, I don't, that's one of one of the my favorite ones. I'll always remember with that. the singing. Yeah, yeah, same, hundred percent. And that was one of big, uh, the biggest concerns for Jackie Chan during this movie was that his English was not as strong. And then he was co-acting uh, with Chris Tucker, who went off a lot of uh, improvising. Oh, yeah. I guess that would make sense why he would be nervous about so that. He, str- he was struggling. His biggest concern was working with Chris Tucker and improv- imp- how... Improvising? Improvising, yeah. Chris Sorry. Tucker, this is the first time I'd ever seen him. In a movie. What about Friday? I never saw Friday at that age. Because we were in sixth grade when this came out. Okay. I remember because Jay-Z was becoming a thing then because his song is in this. It was a Can I Get a 
what what yeah uh, it's in the song it's in the movie yeah. and i remember that was the rush hour song yep yep but because yep. I, I didn't know who jay-z was yet holy crap that's crazy to even think about there's a there's a few hip-hop references and and michael uh jackson Oh yeah, well he well first of all, Chris Tucker literally does the Michael Jackson dance Move. in yeah, the first yeah, scene that yeah, he's in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, Liz never had seen this. Huh? So we were watching What? She loved Chris Tucker. She laughed so hard when he did that dance. She never seen this? No. Did she had, she knew that she would like it. She like knew about it, but she's like I never saw this. So she Love Chris Tucker. Did she appreciate Jackie Chan? Not the same way I do, but uh, she did like like how physical he was and things like that. Like yeah. he could actually do these stunts. And I, yeah, I think everybody knows this, and that was one of the things that obviously through research that Jackie Chan did all his stunts through this movie. And he actually, I think, injured himself a couple of times during filming. And during rush hour? Yeah. I know he's been injured before, but uh, how sure. bad was he injured in this one? It, I didn't find details on it, but oh, okay. there was just mention of him, you know, doing the stunts and it's and pretty crazy. Injured. I mean, he's super talented, and with his acting and him doing his stunts, he was able to. And, and I actually watched this YouTube video to describe more of what I'm about to say. Uh, prior to this movie, I've watched this a couple of years ago, where he was saying Jackie Chan uh, changed how we saw action filming because with using stunt doubles here in America, there mm-hmm. would be a lot of editing, lot editing of cuts. cuts. With Jackie Chan and him doing all of the stunts, you're able to do a full shoot of action. Exactly. And it's something that was not ha- you know, seen here. And when Jackie Chan was able to do that, it, it it brought another level of like action movies to well, uh, and he's the also States. he also uses like everything in the room. Every when he what battles. the hell? It's awesome. It's so cool. Chair, a lamp, flowers, whatever it is, he's kicking your ass with it. I'm jumping to my best scene. Go now. for it. Do it. When he's fighting the two guys uh, in the, I guess it's an art gallery uh, fundraiser. (laughs) And he's he's saving the the, the art while fighting two guys. Yep. That is incredible. That's one of the best action scenes ever. Like one of the best fights. There's a big ass uh, Chinese. is it a vase? And he's like, he's like holding it each up. Yeah, he's holding his life size. He's fighting and he's having to push the vase up and balance from side to side. He's taking like shots in the stomach. Sure. While yep. holding this thing up. It's it's amazing. I, yeah. It's I, so good. And it's hilarious. It's so it's so funny. Even and though, awesome. Even though Jackie Chan was afraid not afraid, but just a little concerned to work with Chris Tucker, he does uh credit Chris Tucker to helping his English out uh because during this movie. They have really good chemistry. I thought it was I mean there's great. a reason why there's three movies. Yeah. I've never seen the third one. Just just throwing that out. I don't know if there. I have either. What is the third one? It came out Is it the Wild Wild West with Olin Wilson? 
No. What are you talking about? They're there's both a, in it. No, there's is a Jackie Chan. There's a Jackie Chan Olin Wilson movie. That's uh, Shanghai Nights. God bless America. I'm mad at myself right now. <laughs> no, it was Rush Hour 3. Okay. It came out the same time as The Bourne Ultimatum. I only okay. know this because that huh. was my two choices to go see a movie when I was uh, in college. Oh. Our soccer team had a day off and we went to the movie theater. And y'all decided to see the other movie. Yeah, we saw the Bourne Ultimatum and then yeah. saw a bunch of shaky cam the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. What is, I don't, we're not even talking about the third one, but what is the third one? Even I have no about? idea. No? I okay. never was interested in it, but now okay. I kind of am. I like, I would be interested. want to watch the second yeah. one again. I remember renting the second one and liking it well, as a kid. Before Chris Tucker was supposed to be uh, the co part, uh, co actor it was it was going to be eddie murphy really is yeah. he too old for that point i'm not sure well i guess maybe not be. he 90, would be the same age as uh, jackie chan that would be interesting because yeah. uh eddie murphy was in 48 hours which is okay not necessarily a buddy cop movie because he's not a cop in that but i mean i wouldn't hate to see eddie murphy in something like that but I just, Chris Tucker's so good. I mean, do you think Eddie Murphy makes the movie better? They sort of, Chris Tucker and Eddie Murphy sort, sort of have that same com- comedic presence. Look, la- not, yeah, loud. Just like loud. They know when to use the loud. Yeah. And, <sighs> really, I'm trying to, find the word or even description to compare the two because they have similarities in the way they present their joke. It's just very dramatic, over the top. A lot of... That's true. Yeah, Eddie Murphy can turn it on like that. Yeah, I know what you mean. Big eyes, big facial expressions, a lot of hand movements and body movements. It's just as... It's a lot of the things that Eddie Murphy does in Beverly Hills Cop. Okay, where yes. he's like That's playing all a I can character. Think about. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and he's just being loud and thank overwhelming. Thank you, thank you. That is exactly what I was thinking of while watching Rush Hours. I could not get Bre- Beverly Hills Cop out of my head. It reminded me of the of this very similar character, just always okay. doing a little too much. Funniest scene with Chris Tucker is when he thinks he's an FBI agent. He walks in. <laughs> And he grabs the papers from everyone. He's like, yeah. all right, what are we doing? Give me the scoop. What's the rundown? He tells the one guy, I'm going to need that headset right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm going to need one of those. Yeah, I'm going to need one of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he is a good detective. He is. He is. He's smart. He reminds me of uh, a little bit of the uh, Will Smith Men in Black. Street smarts mm, detective. I see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does maybe a little too coming much. in there shaking things up. Yeah, but a little their job. too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about the uh, the woman cop? I liked her. I would have liked to have seen more. I want more of her. Yeah, for sure. So she uh, one time to shake it up on set, the bomb um, test scene. Yeah, when they were filming, she she came out. Naked and only in a just the vest, <laughs> just to like really? shake things up on the, on scene. Yeah, 
Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> was like, so she had the awesome. bomb vest on, but, but she, she was naked underneath? Yeah, yeah just That's completely hilarious. naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a favorite scene in this movie? Well, yeah, I said the, the one when he was preserving the art. But. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Did, now, if you had to pick a favorite character, would it be Jackie Chan, Chris Tucker, the little girl? I do like the little girl. Well, she says, blow me or push the button, god damn it. Yeah, but and she's also singing Mariah Carey at the beginning <gasps> oh, in the car. I love I that song. I forgot about that part. I did too. Uh, but as soon as they t- showed her necklace and when she whipped the dude in the face with it, yeah, I totally remembered that. I do too. That Because I, I haven't seen this in at least 10 years. It was the first time I remembered a, a kid fighting back. I even said that exactly. to myself. Um watching it for the podcast it's like damn that she's really did almost get away that was a sorry ass run she was trying to do but she's not getting away from a motorcycle at that point i don't think she was even 10 so i get get it (laughs) i'm judging her too hard but sure she doesn't have your athletic prowess um (laughs) rush hour was the inspiration behind the movie website rotten tomatoes really yeah, the movie uh, review site Rotten Tomatoes is uh, obviously one of the most reliable for figuring out what movie is good. Rush Hour was the inspiration for the creation. U.S. student Shane Dong was a big fan of Jackie Chan's Hong Kong movies and created a site to uh, collect reviews of his work when he was <laughs> announced that he was going to be starring in Rush Hour. That's pretty cool. And then it blew up to Rotten Tomatoes. Man. It's impressive. It's really impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't have thought about that. This this movie for me goes down as a, a definite nostalgia, mm-hmm. a classic, and a rewatchable. It definitely is. Um, after watching All it this the way time. around. It really is. Did you mention your favorite character? I said I thought it was the girl potentially, but my favorite character is, is Chris Tucker. Yeah, I feel like I he is would, really good. I feel this. like I would be him. I forgot how good he was. Just too much all the time. He just <laughs> assumes Jackie Chan doesn't speak English. Oh, I know. I line. love how Jackie just lets him go. <sighs> and everyone who was born in his during the nineties, eight or late eighties or whatever knows. Do you understand the words <laughs> that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Michael Jackson. Yo, Tito. <laughs> but my favorite scene is those, those two, uh, like, sorry, I did the smack of my, my lips thing again, <laughs> is when they do the pointing the guns at each other and they're playing around. Oh, yeah. And the war song's playing. Yes. That's my favorite scene. So Liz was like, that. that's a famous scene, right? <laughs> yeah. For sure. So oh, she it picked is. Up on okay, it. cool. Yeah, that um, that's that's it for me. Is that the same scene where they're talking about they're having an argument about whose dad is stronger oh, or better? Better whose dad? Cop. My both. daddy. Got, <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. My dad's stronger than your dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Because their their dads were both cops, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. For okay. what they were saying. Yeah. After watching this movie, though, I. I I feel like Chris Tucker's 
is very underrated as far as a comedic actor. I think he's really good. He he left though, right? He left Hollywood for religious reasons, I think. I think so. Because I feel like Rush Hour 3 was his comeback or something along the lines. It was of along that. those lines and I, and I want to say he recently just did a movie in the past 5 years and I'll pull that up. But um while I'm looking at that, did you want to talk about uh your rating? For the movie? Oh, yeah. Uh, my rating for this, I think I gave it a six and a half. You did? Okay. Yeah, I liked it, for sure. I, I'll probably rewatch it. I did the um, same thing. Yeah. Six and a half. So, Chris Tucker was in uh, Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. That's right. He's really good in that. Yeah. So, that was the most recent one that I saw, but I think he took a short break for religious reasons. But I, I, gave, it a, I gave it a seven. Yeah. What'd you say? Six point five. Six and a half. Six and a half. Yeah, seven for me. Okay. Um I am uh D B gives it a seven. And then Rotten Tomatoes has it sitting at a sixty one percent with the critics and seventy eight with the audience. So we got pretty beat up. Damn. Yeah, I was surprised. See, to this see was that. definitely a hit though in the moment, I remember. It was a good it was 90s huge. movie, yeah. It's before 2000s, and I think it had that same Fast and Furious like vibe <laughs> film. I didn't even think of that, but that is of, so right on. You know, the score, even the music around it was very similar in a sense. I don't know. It, obviously, we're, we're reliving our glory days through these movies when we're getting into the 90s, but that's that's the feeling it gave me. Yeah, definitely a trip back. Uh I wanted to make a quick point about the end of the movie. They're on the plane, right? Yeah. Going to uh, China. Is it China? Yeah. And Chris Tucker starts talking about all the things that they're going to do. They do that in Rush Hour 2. He talks about getting a massage and, and doing something else, like two other things. <laughs> they do all of that. And then you were literally watching the scene it. in the massage parlor when yep, I walked in. And I'm yep. like, yep, you're watching Rush Hour 2. I started Rush Hour 2 today just because I, the classics, they, they, they do a good job. I am lost for words. Well, which one do you like better? Just because we're bringing it up, Borat, or up, uh, geez, Borat. Rush Hour 1 or 2? I like Rush Hour 1 for, like, the lines and laughing. It's funnier. I think the action in Rush Hour 2 is better. Yeah, just just from watching that one scene when I walked in, I'm like, holy shit, they're way better in this one. Yeah. I think their chemistry is a little better. I mean, too, Jackie, Jackie Chan's Chan. always good, but he they can they seem to be able to do more yeah. with Chris Tucker in those scenes. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's, yeah, they're probably more comfortable with each other versus the first one. Yeah, for sure. But I don't really have anything else to add. I don't um, either. Borat was the highlight of the podcast, which is fun, but... Yeah. Yeah. Two good movies all around, but... Um, Light off. That's right. Don't do it. Because if you do, I'm not going to close my peepers. But you have to. High five! Fair enough.
something good to you. 